Welcome to the St. Michael Easter Podcast Series. My name is Christian Basil, and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Easter is Come, Follow Me. Jesus calls us to follow, and together we turn that call into acts of love. May your Easter season be filled with the love of Christ. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 13, verses 18 through 23. Jesus said, Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what is sown in the heart. This is what was sown on the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet such a person has no root, but endures only for a while. And when trouble or persecution arises on account of the word, that person immediately falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word. But the cares of the world and the lure of wealth choke the word, and it yields nothing. But as for what was sown in good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. Here ends the reading. One of the things I have always wished for as an adult is a yard. I can remember so many summers spent at my grandparents' house, helping my grandmother in the yard, going out early in the morning to pull up weeds, cutting flowers to take inside, planting seeds and watching them grow week after week. And there were a few surprises too. One summer when I was young, we had a watermelon outside and my brother and I proceeded to have a watermelon seed spitting contest, as one does, to see who could get it the farthest. After all, you don't want to swallow a watermelon seed because we all know that it'll grow in your belly. Of course, we didn't think anything of it, but a few weeks later we saw a strange plant twisting out of the ground from a rock-covered patch of soil near the back gate, where nothing else really grew. We soon realized that one lonely watermelon seed had found its way into the soil and started to grow. And eventually, we had our very own freshly grown watermelon. And it all started from one tiny seed. The parable that Jesus is explaining today is, of course, the well-known parable of the sower, the first in Matthew's Gospel, where a sower went out and seeds fall on various types of soil. Only those that fell on good soil, however, grew to produce fruit. So who is the sower? Which is more important, the sower or the seed? Many interpretations point us to Jesus being the sower, and equate the word of the kingdom with the seeds. Jesus himself basically says this, that the seed is the word. But I lean very heavily into Robert Farrar Capon's interpretation of this explanation in his book, Kingdom Grace Judgment, 
which is an analysis of all of Jesus' parables. He writes that the explanation doesn't really make the parable any easier to understand, and that Jesus takes an already complex story and just makes it more complex. Because seeds are incredible things. They're much smaller to what grows from them, like watermelons. Sometimes they're so small that you can hardly see them once you put them in the ground. It's only after their transformation, after days and weeks and months, even years sometimes, that we see what one little seed could do. Capon writes that to him, God is the sower here. And while many interpretations focus on the seed, on this word of the kingdom, as Jesus says, as the most important part, that we ought to remember that that is Jesus, the eternal Son, the light and the darkness, the word that was with God and was God, and was in the beginning with God, Jesus, the word that became flesh. And I like this image of Jesus as the seed being sown. Jesus is sown in and among each of us, a small seed of the divine that invites us to growth and transformation. Because it really tells us something about this Savior that we are called to follow. It tells us something about Jesus. Where are the seeds of the kingdom planted? They're certainly not just planted in good soil, even though they grow. God sows these seeds everywhere. Even on the barren soil, even among the thorns, God is at work everywhere, all the time, for all people not just in a few special places, not occasionally, and not for a select few, but everywhere and among everyone. As we follow Jesus in Easter, we don't simply go out into the world and spread the message. We help to foster the growth of what God is already doing in the lives of others. Instead of bringing Jesus to those that don't know him, we bring ourselves. We invite others to see Christ in us. We follow the command to love others. Even in a rocky and barren place, something might just grow. After all, we don't make ourselves into good soil. We don't make others into good soil either. God does that. But once that word starts growing, you bet we are there to water and nurture it. That's what it seems like to me when we follow Christ. We participate in what is happening right before us. We let Jesus grow in our hearts, and we look forward to the growth that is possible in us and in those around us. All it takes is one small seed. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O God, you have prepared for those who love you such good things as surpass our understanding. Pour into our hearts such love towards you, that we, loving you in all things and above all things, may obtain your promises. 
which exceed all that we can desire. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.